It's a new year and a new chance for you to make a fresh start with your compliance. For the next 31 days on the FCPA Compliance Report, we're going to be bringing you a daily tip, strategy, or idea that you can use to improve your program. Here's your host, Tom Fox, the Compliance Evangelist. This month's sponsor of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is Affiliated Monitors. Founded in 2004, Affiliated Monitors provides professional, independent, integrity monitoring and ethics and compliance assessments nationally and internationally and across almost all industries. With its knowledge of effective ethics and compliance programs and cultures, Affiliated Monitors is respected for its work as the corporate monitor on matters ranging from multinational corporations to small and mid-sized companies and even individuals. Having served in over 750 monitorships, no one has more experience as an independent monitor than the team at Affiliated Monitors. For more information on how an independent monitor can help improve your company's ethics and compliance program, visit this month's sponsor, Affiliated Monitors, at www.affiliatedmonitors.com. One of the clearest best practices for your compliance regime is to gauge your compliance culture and evaluate the strength of your compliance controls through conducting periodic audits to ensure that controls are well-functioning. In the 2019 guidance under the section entitled Internal Audit, the following questions were posed. What is the process for determining where and how frequently internal audit will undertake an audit? And what is the rationale behind that process? How are audits carried out? What types of audits would have identified issues relevant to the misconduct? Did those audits occur, and what were the findings? What types of relevant audit findings and remediation progress have been reported to management and the board on a regular basis? Have the management and board followed up? How does internal audit conduct assessments in high-risk areas? Interestingly, compliance in many ways follows the, some of the paths laid out by corporate safety departments some 30 years ago when safety became much more high profile in U.S. corporations. The safety committee and safety audits became mainstays of any best practices in the areas of safety for a company. These techniques inform any anti-corruption best practices compliance program. Indeed, audits were specifically delineated as far back as the 2012 FCPA guidance to assist in the continuous monitoring of your compliance regime. Such an audit can be thought of as a systematic, independent, and documented process for obtaining evidence and evaluating it objectively to determine the extent to which the compliance criteria are fulfilled. There are three factors which are critical for a compliance audit to have a chance at at success. Number one, an effective audit program which specifies all necessary activities for the audit. Two, having competent auditors in place. And three, an organization is committed to being audited. Auditing can take several forms in an anti-corruption compliance program. As a matter of course, you should audit the compliance program in your own organization. A forensic audit can collect and analyze accounting and internal controls evidence in your compliance regime. This information can be used to produce fact-based reports which can then inform 
the decision-making process and inquiries, investigations, and dispute resolution. The byproduct of a forensic audit can include remediation strategies to help a company mitigate and remediate procedural or internal control gaps that allow the underlying issue to occur. Further, an internal audit can review a compliance process to determine if employees are following prescribed processes or internal controls. In addition to the collection analysis of evidence, an auditor's objective is to attest to the credibility of the assertions that are under examination, such as material accuracy of financial statements for which the audited company's management is responsible. Obviously, one of the functions of such an audit is to determine if further investigation is warranted. Once again, this dichotomy points out the difference between having a paper compliance program and actually doing compliance. Even with an appropriate oversight structure in place, you must actually go forward and do the work. Another area ripe for audit in your compliance programs is third parties. While there is no one specific list of transactions or other items which should be audited when it comes to your third parties, some of the areas you may wish to consider are contracts with third parties to confirm appropriate compliance terms and conditions are in place, determine that the due diligence actually took place, does a third party have a hotline or are the reporting mechanisms? If so, how are reports maintained? Does the third party have written employee discipline procedures? If so, have any employees ever been disciplined for compliance violations? If yes, review all relevant files. Review expense reports from employees in high-risk positions or high-risk countries. Testing for gifts, travel, and entertainment, which were provided to or for foreign government officials. Review the overall structure of your third party's compliance program. Is there a dedicated compliance officer, for instance, and how does a compliance officer report? How is a third party's vendor compliance program designed to identify risks and what have been a result of any so identified? Review a sample of your employee commission payments and determine if they follow an internal policy. With regard to petty cash, review a sample of activity. Obviously, auditing is a much more limited review that targets specific business components, regions, or markets during a time frame to uncover and or evaluate certain risks, particularly as seen in the financial records. However, you should not assume that because your company conducts audits, there there is actually effective monitoring. In other words, the protocol is simple. Everyone understands you need to audit, but try and cut cost or cut corners and you will pay for it in the long run. So what are today's three key takeaways? Auditing is a, number one, auditing is a critical part of any best practices compliance program, and it's also a critical component of continuous monitoring. Number two, Internal audits should test your key risk areas as a part of their regular audit rotation. This will require you to identify your key risk areas, of course, but that's something you should also do on a regular basis and you see how this interdependence actually works. And number three, the findings uncovered in an audit must be used in your compliance program going forward. This is really the uh, synthesis of what the Department of Justice wants as articulated in the 2019 guidance. Not only do you perform audit, but you actually use that information going forward. I hope you'll enjoy our topic of continuous improvement in this month's entry of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program. 
As a call to action, I would ask you to tell one friend about my podcast series on 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program during the month of April, where I'm taking up the topic of continuous improvement. I'm trying to get the word out about this nuts and bolts compliance series for all practitioners. 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program and this month's offering of continuous improvement are produced by the Compliance Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.